Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Market with an incident getting moved to the shoulder. Prince George's County, southbound Branch Avenue after Surratt's Road, the crash out of the way. New Hampshire Avenue, northbound toward University Boulevard and Langley Park. One lane gets by water main repairs. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. And let's check in with Steve Rudin. Moving through the evening, our skies remain clear. Temperatures fall through the 30s, eventually the 20s by early tomorrow morning. Mostly cloudy chance for ice. Isolated shower on your Tuesday, we're in the 40s, 45 to 50 on Wednesday, and by Thursday and Friday, we're well into the 60s with the chance for wet weather. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. 37 degrees in the nation's capital at 559. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening. I'm Brendan Hazelton. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up, new tonight. Montgomery County's school superintendent says she's fighting for her job. I'm Kate Ryan. Kate will have a live update for us in three minutes. Also developing tonight, two people are shot near the Deanwood Metro Station in northeast D.C. Prince George's hasn't seen growth where it's wanted. Here's how it might fix that. I'm John Doman. Well, Monumental Sports had to say to small business owners about the possible move of the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Mike Marilla. Gains on Wall Street, Dow up 138. It's 6 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. GOP presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is cramming in as many campaign events as she can today ahead of tomorrow's big primary in New Hampshire. CBS's Penny Commit has more from Manchester. Tomorrow is the big day. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley stepped up her attacks against former President Trump as she campaigned in New Hampshire one day before the state's first in the nation primary. And every single thing that Donald Trump has said or put on TV has been a lie. Trump spent the day attacking author E. Jean Carroll on Truth Social after his testimony got delayed today in New York. Carroll suing him for defamation. Today marks the 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade, which has since been overturned. But President Biden talked about reversing that decision today at the White House after meeting with a task force to protect reproductive rights. Congress must codify Roe v. Wade for all the states in America. Stop playing politics of the women's lives and freedom. He'll campaign on a similar message tomorrow in Virginia. The Supreme Court's given Border Patrol the green light to cut razor wire along the southern border in Texas. Legal analyst Jessica Levinson. Five to four with Chief Justice John Roberts and Justice Amy Coney Barrett joining the liberal justices saying the federal Border Patrol agents can go ahead and in certain circumstances, can basically break apart that wire in order to allow people to cross. A lawsuit over that wire is still pending. Much of the country is getting a bit of a break from the bitter cold, but several states are still dealing with dangerous conditions. That is viral video of a fire truck sliding on an icy road and crashing into a home today in Missouri. In California, heavy rain and mudslides are a big concern. Reporter Sean Chitness is in San Francisco. 
The water has come up to the cars, in some cases past their tire lines, and we have noticed people walking through this neighborhood with the water up to their knees. In one case, we even saw a fridge that was floating by. Freeways are flooding further south. Hundreds of college professors in California will be MIA this week. Faculty and staff at 23 Cal State campuses started a five-day strike for higher pay and better benefits. And on Wall Street, the Dow closed above 38,000 for the first time ever. The S&P 500 also hit a record high for the second time in 2024. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. 603 on WTOP, January 22nd, 2024. We have mostly clear skies this Monday night. 37 in D.C. Good evening. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Brendan Hazelton. We continue with our breaking news from the top of the Montgomery County public school system. A little while ago, Superintendent Monifa McKnight put out a statement saying the school board wants her out of that job. WTOP's Kate Ryan has been following this closely. She, She joins us live now in studio. First, Kate, tell us more about what McKnight had to say in that statement. Right. Well, in a really unusual move, I got this statement directly from the superintendent. No fanfare. This wasn't planned. Um, She made clear she's going to fight the move to have her step down, a job she got just two years ago. She claims there's, quote, no justification that her evaluations have been solid and that the push to have her hit the door may be a violation of her contract. That's not something I'm you know, have a lot of information on. We're still trying to figure that out. And we have contacted her attorney to ask about that. Now, the Board of Education, have we heard from them tonight? Nothing publicly, but the board voted to go into a closed session at 530. So that was just a little over a half hour ago um, after and that was hours after she put out her statement. So we don't know um, what the status is right now. Who asked her when she says officers of the Board of Education, that would generally signify the president and vice president of the board. But again, we've heard nothing from them. They are in a closed meeting. We expect that to wind up within the hour and hopefully we'll have some information from them. The local teachers union has had something to say on this? Yes, they did. In a very sharply worded letter, the Montgomery County Education Association said there is justification for the decision and said right now with controversy over the house, how the school system handled years long complaints about the alleged sexual harassment by a principal, that there's an air of chaos in the school system and that it's time to get back to education. OK, you mentioned that uh, controversy over the school principal and allegations of sexual harassment. Where does that investigation stand right now? Well, it's interesting. Again, when this first started, the office of the inspector general for the county said there would be two reports. We got the first one in December that found that there was credence to the complaints of the people who'd filed uh, their complaints about sexual harassment, about bullying at the hands of Joel Beidelman, former principal at the high school. Now, a second report is due out sometime soon. We expect before the end of the month. That's where we expect to find details of how MCPS 
under McKnight's leadership, handled this. That's something we're definitely keeping our eyes on. All right, WTOP's Kate Ryan, thank you much. Also breaking this evening, one teenager is dead, another hurt, in a shooting in northeast D.C. near the Deanwood Metro Station. D.C. police say this happened just before 3.30 this afternoon. Our partners at 7 News report the teenagers were driving a stolen car before another car pulled up alongside them and someone inside that second car opened fire. Police say three men ran away from the scene wearing all black, headed toward Mead Street. We are waiting to learn new details from a police briefing that is starting soon. Stay with us. 6.06, it's the season for water main breaks in many parts of the D.C. area. Broken pipes are causing a bunch of road closures and leaving many without water. In the past two days, we've seen about 70 water main breaks and leaks. Lynn Riggins with WSSC Water says they're monitoring nearly 6,000 miles of pipes for these main breaks. The cause, a severe drop in water temperature of the Potomac River from 46 degrees to 33 in under two weeks. There are a fair amount of pipes in our system that are older. So when that colder than normal water starts to move through them, it shocks them in a matter of speaking, and those older, brittle pipes tend to break. And it's not just happening to water mains. People were calling us like crazy because pipes inside their homes were breaking. Riggins suggests insulating any pipes that are exposed and not in a heated room. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Georgetown has a big donut hole to fill. I'm Jeff Clayball. It's 6.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the D.C. freeways, if you're eastbound on 395 and 695, you're riding with a D.C. police cruiser. They were sent to an incident near the merge from the 3rd Street Tunnel that goes east on 695. Whitehurst Freeway westbound very slow into Georgetown. So is traffic coming downhill on Fox Hall Road and along the CNO Canal on Canal Road and westbound drivers on M Street. Backups converge at the Key Bridge. And for several hours now, the exposed manhole and the police cruiser protecting it, blocking the right lane for your safety. Outbound only one left lane is open on the Key Bridge. 66 from the Roosevelt Bridge to the Beltway, fine. Westbound slowdowns are normal. Might still be a little heavy west of Haymarket. It was a mobile work crew roving into Fauquier County. 95 southbound, some slowing between Newington and Dale City. Uh, it's pretty slow now near exit 156. We might have something new going on near the rest area. On the Beltway in Virginia, no news. Outer loop still congested between Tyson's and Annandale and between Route 1 and the Wilson Bridge. Virtually no delay at the American Legion Bridge, much less traffic on that part of 495. And in Montgomery County, only slow on the Interloop, audit off through Silver Spring. Northbound on Georgia Avenue, getting slower from uh, Silver Spring toward Wheaton. Uh, we'll look into that near Veers Mill Road. 270, nothing in the way. And the ongoing water main repairs near Tacoma, Langley Crossroads, northbound New Hampshire Avenue toward University. City Boulevard, only one lane is open and getting by that job. And the WTOP Traffic Center is brought to you by Fitz Mall. Want to test an electric car? Plug into FitzMall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X at FitzMall.com. That's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Latest forecast for you tonight from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. Mainly clear skies this evening as temperatures fall through the 30s. A few passing clouds overnight with wake-up temperatures in the 20s. Chance for an isolated shower tomorrow, though most neighborhoods 
roads do stay dry. Highs will be in the 40s. Mid-40s to around 50 on Wednesday with a few showers, especially north and west. Thursday and Friday, areas of rain. But the big story, it's going to be the temperatures. Well into the 60s for daytime highs. We're trending cooler for the upcoming weekend. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Well, we do have clear skies tonight, not much of a breeze. Temperatures dropping a bit down to 34 in Gaithersburg, 35 in Arlington, Lanham at 34. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour to Jeff Claybaugh. JetBlue and Spirit Airlines have appealed the federal judge's ruling blocking their $3.8 billion merger. The airlines say they disagree. The court sided with the Justice Department, which said the merger would hurt budget-conscious flyers. The first IPO of the new year, maybe tennis rackets. Wilson owner, American Sports, is aiming to raise $1.8 billion with a stock offering. Wilson tennis rackets have been around since 1950. Georgetown is losing some donuts. The Georgetown Metropolitan reports District Donut has closed its M Street store. It still has three others. The first District Donut opened in Barracks Row in 2014. There are others at the Wharf and Union Market. The Dow closed at a record, up 138 points. The S&P 500 closed at another record, up 11. The Nasdaq up 49. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, local small business owners get to sit down with the people behind the caps and the wizard's potential move to Alexandria. We'll tell you how that went. 611. Ciao. I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We love shining a spotlight on today's most captivating artists, so we don't want you to miss our next concert. The Wall Street Journal calls him a master pianist with jaw-dropping panache. The LA Times says he creates spellbinding sonic art, and the Washington Post launches his elegant, absolutely flawless trills. Extraordinary young pianist Sung Jin Cho makes his highly anticipated return January 25th through 27th in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall following last season's sold-out performances. Witness Cho unleash all the passion and poetry of Beethoven's Piano Concerto No. 4. Nozeda closes the evening with Shostakovich's Epic Symphony No. 5, a masterpiece written in the throes of musical and political rebellion. Don't miss the return of two masters, John Andrea Nozeda and Sung Jin Cho, January 25th through 27th at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. In 2016, Congress overwhelmingly passed legislation to modernize the Toxic Substances Control Act. When President Obama signed these reforms into law, regulators, legislators, and the public believe they were poised to help the EPA implement policies that bolster America's chemical management regulations. That's not what we're seeing today. And the EPA is advancing regulations that are not relying on the best available science to assess the safety of existing chemicals and delays in the new chemicals program weaken the nation's supply chain and the ability to produce innovative chemicals in America, including the chemistries necessary to produce semiconductors, electric vehicles, and clean energy solutions, all national priorities for the Biden administration. The American Chemistry Council calls on Congress to ensure that EPA is managing the TOSCA program effectively or risk America falling behind countries like China. America's global competitiveness relies on American chemistry. Paid for by the American Chemistry Council. Later this hour doesn't happen every spring, but now and again the cicadas pop their heads up from the ground. We'll talk about that. Keep it here on WTOP. 
This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it in your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know, the local news you need to know, or the traffic you want to avoid. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. It's 615. Good evening. I'm Brendan Hazelton. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Development in Prince George's County. It has not happened where leaders promised it would. As we hear from WTOP's John Doman, a strong need remains for housing that's affordable and transit accessible. In recent years, there's been a shift toward more development inside the Beltway and near metro stations where the county wants to see growth and away from neighborhoods that have already been built. But there hasn't been enough of a shift. It's important to ensure that we're incentivizing development to locate in centers as per your plan 2035 vision and policy so we can meet those goals. Tony Feltz is the chief of community planning in Prince George's County and he says the planning department might suggest making it easier to build and with increased density inside the Beltway. And investigating reducing impact fees and target growth areas. Bigger impact fees and other disincentives could be linked to development away from the target areas. Some suggestions may need changes to state law though. John Dome in WTOP News. Well, well, the, despite all the cold weather we've had lately, today's focus in D.C. was on summer. The city has started accepting applications for this year's summer jobs program, and residents between the ages of 14 and 24 are encouraged to apply online. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says last year about 14,000 young people took part in the city's summer jobs program, and now the application window is open once again. It's time to get ready for summer. The program pairs thousands of young people with hundreds of employers so they can receive training and guidance. The idea is to help them develop positive work habits and skills that they can use to get a job in the future. In some cases, that exposure tells them exactly what they want to do when they grow up. And sometimes it shows them exactly what they don't want to do when they grow up. And both are valuable experiences. In the district, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. After uh, the big announcement that the Capitals and Wizards want to move to Alexandria, team's owner, was out listening to people today who might be impacted by the project. And over a plate of ribs, the small business community got a chance to ask some questions. Are you all going to come over here? (laughs) We wouldn't be here today if it wasn't our plan to come over to Virginia. That was a question from Skylar Kelly, owner of Bridge Coffee in Crystal City, to Jordan Silberman, who oversees all Monumentals properties. It is very important for me to know, yes, as a local business owner, but also as a resident of DMV, like, is this happening? Is this real? And then what are we going to do? Like, what's next? And, you know, so that I can start preparing. During a discussion with small business owners at Pork Barrel Barbecue in Alexandria, Silberman says they are listening, even to those who are against the project so far. We look at ourselves as we're moving into the neighborhood and we're going to be neighbors for the next 40 years. So we want to make sure that we're listening to people and, and understanding their concerns. In Alexandria, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 
Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Breaking news. Montgomery County School Superintendent says the school board wants her out. WTOP is investigating. GOP presidential candidate Nikki Haley is trying to make a big showing in New Hampshire before tomorrow's primary, but polls show she still remains far behind Donald Trump. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. It's 618. Time for traffic and weather on the 8th. Back to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Lots of brake lights in Georgetown this evening as we wait for the maintenance crew to arrive and repair the exposed manhole on the Key Bridge. For several hours, only one left lane open to outbound drivers. Big backups, westbound Whitehurst Freeway, westbound M Street, and downhill on Foxhall Road and Canal Road toward and past the Whitehurst Freeway and out on the Key Bridge. Single file. Roosevelt Bridge and out. At full speed through uh, Arlington, uh, beyond the Beltway, some slowing past Vienna Station toward 123, and again between Centerville and the Manassas Rest Area. Outer loop traffic still a bit heavy between 66 and Gallows Road. 95 southbound, quite slow from Lorton through Woodbridge. The crash near the Dale City Rest Area was along the left, but quickly moved onto the left shoulder. Lanes are open there. In Maryland on the Interloop, no delays at the Legion Bridge. Farther around, some congestion persists between the Kensington and Silver Spring exits and at a college park as well, but volume delays are fading. Meanwhile, north of the Beltway from Silver Spring to Wheaton, slow on Georgia Avenue, had a couple stopped, I think, in a minor crash near Veers Mill Road and blocking the right lane on Georgia Avenue. 270 northbound, some slowing through Gaithersburg, 95, Beltsville to Hanover Good, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, on and off the brakes. Northbound through Greenbelt, no issues on 50. Beltway to the Bay Bridge. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. We are joined live now by 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Mark, uh, it's not tropical out there, but a lot warmer than over the weekend, and it's only going to get better, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought that 39 degrees would have felt rather warm? But that was our high today uh, with lots of sunshine. And hopefully you were able to get outside and enjoy it because we got clouds increasing tonight. And that's going to be ahead of a rather cloudy and soggy weekend uh, or rest of the week into the weekend that we have in store. Now, tonight, temperatures getting cold again, but not as cold as last night or the night prior to that with lows in the mid-20s. And for your Tuesday, uh, with mostly cloudy skies, we're still going to reach the low 40s. So that southerly wind helping usher in some warm air. By Wednesday, we're looking at some chances for rain uh, that will last through the upcoming weekend. Now, Wednesday through the weekend, not any single day will be a complete washout, but we'll have isolated to scattered showers throughout the day. Uh, right now, Thursday looking to be the wettest day, but even then, we're looking, uh, again, just some scattered showers. That warm-up continues. We're in the upper 40s by Wednesday. We're in the 60s by Thursday, and even some mid to even upper 60s. I wouldn't be surprised if some neighborhoods, especially south of the, of the district on Friday, maybe get to 70 degrees. Now, heading into the weekend, a front is going to come through and knock temperatures back down to seasonal averages. That's 50s for Saturday, 40s for Sunday. Again, with rain staying in the forecast, we could see an additional inch to maybe two inches of rain. Uh, right now, flooding concerns are rather low, but with all the snowpack and then the additional rain, we'll be watching that as we head towards the weekend. Uh, but right now, uh, nothing to worry about just yet. Uh, outside, uh, it's cool, uh, warmer than it's been in a while. 37 at this hour downtown. I've got 35 in Falls Church and currently 35 in Bowie. All right. Thanks much. Up ahead on WTOP, do you find yourself getting more sleep this time of year? What's the science behind that? 621. There's something magical about unboxing. 
When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is a professional membership community representing top, vibrant, and diverse leaders who work together to build strong economic growth for the D.C. region. And now, here's Regional Business Insights with Blue Jenkins, President and CEO of Washington Gas, a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. For almost 175 years, Washington Gas has been committed to improving life in the DMV. Safety and reliability are just two reasons why Washington Gas is investing in large-scale modernization of our infrastructure region-wide. When you see us on your streets, this is what we're focused on. Learn more at WashingtonGas.com. The Greater Washington Board of Trade is pro-business and nonpartisan. It is where local leaders work together to drive inclusive, resilient, and sustainable economic growth for the region. Go to BOT.org to learn more about the important issues that Board of Trade members are tackling today. That's BOT.org. Staples Stores provides innovative products and service for small business, remote workers, and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. This is WTOP News. At 623, it's been two years since the last major brood of cicadas swept across our region, but now more could be on their way to parts of the area this This is a major occurrence, a major emergence of cicadas. University of Maryland bug guy Michael Raup says two broods of cicadas will emerge at the same time this spring. Brood 19 is the one to watch around here. The bugs could pop up in parts of northern Virginia and St. Mary's County in Maryland. This one's a little bit unique because it's not a 17-year cycle. It's a 13-year cycle. They'll emerge when soil temperatures reach the mid-60s. Usually it's right at that nexus of when April and May begin that we begin to see the first cicadas out of the ground. The decibel levels are expected to be near 100. This is the noise level of a motorcycle or maybe a chainsaw. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Have you been falling asleep a bit earlier recently? Well, you're not alone. One of the two hardwired biological systems that controls sleep in our body is called the circadian system. And University of Maryland sleep specialist Dr. Emerson Wickwire says light is the strongest regulator of that system. In the winter months, when the nights are longer and the days are shorter, it gives us an opportunity to catch up on lost sleep. It's no surprise that a survey several years ago by the American Academy of Sleep Medicine found that about a third of Americans say they sleep more during the winter. Dr. Wickwire says there aren't set guidelines on how much extra sleep is okay. He says generally 30 to 60 minutes. If you have questions about your sleeping patterns, he says check with your doctor. Shane Estulin, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. Steve Dresner with us tonight. Steve, Ron Rivera, I, we thought he was going to go on vacation. Maybe not. Never say goodbye. We could be seeing him back at FedEx Field. But on the other sideline, Commanders, uh, former Commanders head coach Ron Rivera, according to ESPN, will be interviewing for the Eagles 